Hi, everyone. Welcome to the We Here Now podcast, where we hold a safe space for our guests and the collective. And we're not licensed medical professionals or therapists. We're not here to diagnose or treat anybody. We're just here to hold safe space and support each other. We're in this together. So my name is Molly. I'm one of the hosts, along with my partner, Sumi. And um, I am in Miami, Florida. It's December 1st. 8.04 p.m. And I'm gonna pass the mic over to Sumi. She can introduce herself. Hi, my name is Sumi Kosia, and I am right now in Brickell, Florida. Um, I'm super excited to be here tonight. And we have our very special guest, Nicole Lopez. Thank you for coming on. And um, for tonight's topic, um, we'd like to talk about today's society. And um, we're just going to have Nicole uh, share her thoughts and opinions. Um, we're not here to judge. We're just here with you to be there for you, to support you, and just to listen to what you have to say. Um, thank you so much. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, let me turn off. It's great to be on this uh, platform with you girls and um, uh, ladies, women, beautiful souls. And I'm really excited to join you for this interesting conversation. We'll dive in deep uh, regarding the society and how we're showing up. And I think it's really a perfect time to have a podcast where we speak about this, especially as women, and being able to voice ourselves. So I'm really excited for tonight. Me too. Thank you so much for, for collaborating with us and and showing up. Yeah, absolutely. And um, tonight's topic was uh, your choice, Nicole. Um, you wanted to talk about society. You wanted to talk about the current uh, collective um, circumstance that's going on in the world right now. Um, I guess first question, what was your thought or what were you thinking when you decided that this is something that you want to talk about? Well, from my perspective on why I felt that topic's really important, especially during times where we're living, is because we're in the middle of transitioning, not only physically, spiritually, mentally. And um, the physical aspect is really taking a place where people now are being more evolved and aware of their beings and their health and Right now, it's really trusting our immune system. And more than ever, um, I believe now that if we as a collective take care of our temples, and I, I feel like this is a reminder that 2020, I vision, I've always said it, it was important for us to remember that we're spiritual souls having a human experience and that these temples, they need to be taken care of. And for years, a lot of people just let that go. So here we are now, like we're forceful. We're forced into this place where it's uncomfortable for everybody and people are just showing up and like it's some, some of it's great and some of it's like, oh, but at the end of the day, there's no good or bad. It's just passing through this journey together as a collective. Wow, that's so powerful. That's, you just nailed it like straight to the point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's important that uh, not only we are aware of, of what we're putting in our bodies, um, what, what we put in our bodies 
really determined on how our body's going to treat us. So I, I was speaking to a doctor the other day and he said, you know, viruses is not the issue. The issue is the, how your, how your body reacts to that virus. Right. So like, let's say you and I become, we encounter, like we meet somewhere in public. Right. And oh, how can I use this analogy? Hold on. <laughs> the thinking cap. Let's say we're in public and you and I meet. Your reaction to me is going to be how, how you intake it, right? But it's really, the virus is not the problem. It's how you react to the virus. And not only the virus is it's the, the, the topic, but how is that also showing up in life? When things are in your face, what is your reaction? So the topic regarding society and what we're dealing with now, like how does that correlate? Well, because how are we showing up? And it's going to manifest physically at times. If energetically and, sp and spiritually it's not getting to people, well, let's get it in physical ways. And I truly believe, in my opinion, there's many agendas for this whole as a whole collective because this mm -hmm. is a global thing. It's just not a Miami thing, which we know that Miami is pretty just reckless. <laughs> right? But um, I just really, truly feel that if if we, especially the new generations, and, and I love seeing this new generation just growing and evolving, but not only just like, yeah, we're living one day. No, we, we're having the young generations like speaking, voicing, making changes. And that's where we need to lead to. Because in order for us to have a fulfilled, present, uh, abundant life, we have to change the old ways. And there's many tools for us to be able to navigate now that we didn't have back then and be able to shift on how we, our parents taught us, right? And the old school way. And we can't work with the old school way in the new living. It, it just doesn't match, you know? It's just not coordinating. So that's where we leave in the whole collective. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think it's a very important um, social, I mean, not social, um, individual responsibility for people to actually come back within themselves and, you know, think for themselves, like, about the, the past and, and how they would like to adjust into this new social pandemic catastrophe that's going on in the world. How can they cope with it? And um, I would like to ask you, how have you um, personally been handling this whole, you know, pandemic since everything shut down? And then now, you know, it's been almost a year of the existence of coronavirus um, and moving forward. Um, what do you think is going to happen as far as you personally dealing with the circumstance? Well, I'm, I, I'm not sure if Molly had mentioned it to you, but I actually just gave birth four months ago. So I'm a new mom. So I gave uh, birth to a beautiful baby boy. And at uh, 37 weeks, I was, um, I took the test and I came out positive for COVID. 
Oh. So I actually gave birth, and I have a documentary on that on YouTube. I gave birth alone in the COVID unit. So it really hit hard home. Um, really difficult to even like, you know, like sometimes you just question like, why did I have to go through that? You know, new mom, baby. I didn't have my golden hour. I didn't see my son till three days later in the hospital. I had an emergency C-section. Um, it was just really, um, it was an intense experience. I can only imagine. Oh my gosh. So, um, uh, wow. So many questions just like came in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, first of all, like how did, you know, the fear and anxiety secondly, like physically being at the hospital where everybody's so, um, intense, like everybody just taking precaution, you know, with, with the virus and like, the uncertainty of the outcome of like, you know, what is going to happen with, with the condition of your child and yourself, you know, because we didn't know, I mean, and this was, um, how, how, which month was this? So I went, um, July 4th, I started feeling kind of weird and I'm, I'm very holistic. Um, my fiance and I, we have a company called Rainbow Routines which uh, Molly is a big fan of, and we oh, love her. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. We'll talk about it at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so regarding that, like we're really, we're really cautiously aware, and we're we're really in tune with our bodies. I'm also a yoga instructor, so I, I practice yoga all the time. You know, my mantra is always with through yoga. And July fourth, I told my fiance, I told Victor, something's not right. I don't feel, I don't feel my body. I feel like something's weird. Cause I was kind of like sniffling and just coughing and these sneezes. And gratefully I had an amazing pregnancy before those 37 weeks. And I still, I can't complain because my, my son was great with me. And um, through that, and, and knowing my body and trusting my immune system because I, I do everything as natural and natural solutions for everything. Um, I tested positive and I actually tested positive for a, a month and about a week and a week and a half. So I was constantly going to get tested almost every, I took about six tests. They were constantly coming back positive. So the amount of anxiety and frustration, it was, it was very stressful. I mean, you know what it is to be 37 weeks pregnant, like nine months pregnant with a huge belly and standing in the heat on a line, you know, to take a test swabbing your nose. And it's just so, it, it felt, everything felt inhumane about it. And it really hit like, where, where and why did this happen to me? And I always know that I'm strong and, and I'm, and I am, and I've learned to really understand and, and love myself more through my trials in life. You know, what makes a warrior, a warrior is not coming out with a red carpet. A warrior is coming out with scars and I have a really big one right, right above my vagina, you know, and, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of every single moment. And how did I heal and cope with healing myself through COVID was um, drinking our herbal teas that we believe in. And that's why I stepped in and said, you know what? 
I really got to do my part and let we partnership with around Rainbow Routines. And I was drinking all teas all the time. And um, unfortunately, that didn't clear it out to the max. It did, it did help me with the symptoms of I couldn't smell and I couldn't taste. And I had trouble breathing like in three breaths. I was like, <gasps> like I couldn't breathe. On top of that, you know, I was nine months pregnant. There was like, like some fever, but I did take Tylenol to help with the fever, maintain it. And also I'm a wellness consultant with essential oils and natural solutions. So I have hundreds of oils and I use oils like crazy. And daily what I would do is I would um, have, I have a list of exactly certain oils that I use throughout the day and how and I did this big, huge pot, and I would just stick my head in there for about 15 to 20 minutes, three to four times a day, just to, um, it's called, like, smell training. So trying to have, like, some type of smell. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of scary because, like, what if something's burning? You can't smell it. Like, these minor things, and I'm like, it's so minor, but it's so important. And they play such a huge factor in our lives. So it came to realize, like, oh, my God, we need these. Like, this is so important. You know, the things we take for granted is so easy to take for granted because one is just so used to it. And then once I didn't have it and I was like, oh, my God, I would do anything just to smell shit I, right now. I don't care. <laughs> and um, I, I truly believe the consistency that I was healing myself and, and doing the teas and um, doing a lot of self soaking myself um it was a lot of different types of rituals i was doing especially spiritually as well um to just take away the effects and now for it to flush out of my that had to be another route but i had to wait at, at, at one point i just had to surrender you know at 40 weeks the doctor's like nicole like and i go no let's put it to 41 weeks we're putting the baby at risk at that and, you know, I went ahead and, and gratefully my son um, came and as soon as he came, we had to wear masks for about a week and a half. I, and I didn't smell, I didn't kiss my baby or anything until then. I, a lot of it was a lot of stuff as a first time mom, what I hear like, oh my God, I did this. I, did, I missed a lot of it. So I felt like, like, I felt like I was being robbed. And I was being stolen. And I was and I was also the most important what I feel I was violated. And when I felt violated, it's just like society on not society because it's really people, it's not it's not it's it's whatever the agenda is and whatever it is. There's two types of agendas, I believe. I believe there's a universal agenda and then i believe there's a global agenda right mm -hmm. and um whatever that case that's the case but my journey is my journey and my truth is my truth and this is what i experienced because of small joe you know and um it just shows like um i think even and you guys can watch my documentary to really get a taste of you know the experience that I have it's it's more than just like me explaining it I actually I'm a I'm a big on 
vlogging and I recorded throughout my journey from the minute I had my pregnancy test in my hand to the minute I have Zen in my hand, my son, you know, and that's his name, Zen. Aww, beautiful <laughs> and, name. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, um, for me, what, uh, once I gave birth and we were home, I told Victor, like, now that, um, I don't have Zen inside of me, like, give me all the teas, give me everything to detox my whole body. And we did so. And then after that, after uh, taking the next test, when it was scheduled to do it, that was like the best test in the world. Like, I was just so grateful. Like, all right, we're not going anywhere. We're not dealing with anybody, you know, like, but I mean, eventually, like, you know, we play safe and just it's it, to me, it's just like people need to be. um Respect others you know you know respect the personal space because that's where the context and all this stuff because nobody nobody knows anything about this whole thing right so it, it, you hear one story you hear another story i can't i you can't go by what, what other people say or what social media is putting out or what the media is putting out but what i could go by is if i'm having a conversation with someone like me that i say look at my video go see what i experienced Go see how I healed myself. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's what I want to listen to. And, you know, just today I was like speaking to my mom, like, like I got a notification, like a million, a million cases as of Tuesday. And I'm like, but who died? Tell me who died and who survived and who, where was, are there any moms that went through what I went through? Like, what's going on? And the way the hospital was handling it was off. Uh, it was disgusting. What my what the hospital did was so inhumane for even my fiance Victor. Like they left, they left him. No, you cannot come in the emergency room because she has COVID. And you go into one of those rooms that are like made with curtains and wait to get checked. And uh, yeah, you have to be by yourself in labor. Like how? But I mean, I know I'm never by myself and I, I'm grateful that I have that foundation um, because I know like maybe I was in a room by myself physically, but spiritually there's hundreds of ancestors with me. And I know throughout my journey um, when I was in the delivery room and there was just this moment that I had of just surrendering surrendering to everything that I was doing and, and trying to heal, 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 and still coming back positive. I was like, what the hell? And then to the moment that I'm in just a hospital bed alone and it's crazy, you know, it's, it's just insane. Like, I, like I look back and I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> and it's just, it's incredible to like even reflect on that situation and just be like, I know there was a lot of trauma, but it's a story where women who are in fear right now and pregnant can reflect and say, you know what? She could do it, so could I. And and that's why I'm very private about my life, but I felt like it was very important to share this experience and for society to understand that we're all in one. You know, and I wish there was more compassion during these times, too. I wish there was more compassion. And um, sometimes I feel like society loses value of life and just thinks it as a 
a social security number with a name tag and that's it. You know, tags, always tags, right? Tag me, tag me. You know, we're, we're on a cold deathbed, we're being tagged also. When you're born, you're being tagged also. When you're on social media, you're being tagged also. Like constantly being tagged. And it shows how um, like how poor society put attention to things that are false, like they don't matter at all at the end of the day. Like we put so much in attention to like stupid things when these are like, you know, giving birth, health, and like empathy is like something that is so, it's a core value of, of life. Of life, exactly. Yeah. Of, you know, being present in this world and society overlooked it. And these are like the smallest like thing that is just, you know, um, I mean, it's a, it's a personal experience, right? But it's like, unless, you you unless you share it with me, I wouldn't have never expected, and I would have never understood or how you went through it. But these are the things that happen every day. People giving birth during this time. Yeah, and I'm so grateful, and like I can feel so much strength coming from from you. Like it just radiates so much like strength. Um, this is like the stories that I've never like would have thought that I would hurt because I'm, you know, kind of, yeah, been far from it. Like, yeah, we all have different journeys. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely a, a topic that if one doesn't have a conversation, you can't understand, you know, mm -hmm. same way I didn't. And I was like, you know what, is this thing really real? And it says, you don't think it's real? Well, I'm gonna knock on your door and let you know how real it is. And sure enough, it was it was real. But like I told one of my friends, oh, I went to war with the devil, but I came out with a couple scars, but I'm proud of that scar. Absolutely. You know, so I feel like as a society, we gotta do better. We just gotta do better and we gotta keep moving forward and heal from like, I'm, I'm still in the process of healing. Ask Molly, I mean, Molly, I, went, I disappeared from social media completely. Yeah. Nobody knows about me. Yeah. Nobody, and I'm I'm very big with social media. I mean, I'm yeah. I had um, I also have a business at the farmers market. I actually closed that shop. Um, you know, I'm I'm very in tune and I'm very involved with the community. So I knew like that was gonna be a big thing because I'm constantly allow I'm constantly sharing downloads and constantly doing astrological messages. And for me to just disappear was just like, where did she go? What happened? So just today, I had one of our good clients of ours. You know, she has a daughter, and she came over, and we sat down, and we she she called me. We spoke yesterday on the phone, and we had a conversation. She came over today, and we had also a conversation. And you know, slowly but surely, I'm coming back out. And I know the year 2021 is definitely going to be a beam of ray light. It's going to be amazing because I feel like 2020 just allowed so many people to have 2020 eye vision mm -hmm. and intuitively as well. So um, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for the new shifting and 
just continue evolving and healing. You know, I still I still need a lot of healing feeling to do. I still, you know, moments I just like I could be sitting here and then I'll break down crying and I'll start reflecting on like, oh my God, they put a, they put tape on my mask. I remember they even taped my mask down while giving birth. And I had that moment and I started crying, like, how can a hospital tape down a fucking mask in your face and you're trying to breathe because you're in the middle of labor? And the first thing they tell you is breathe. I can't fucking breathe this mask. So, you know, it's just like I had I had those like moments where like and I'm so grateful for my fiance, Victor, because, you know, he's my support. My mom, too. My support, like tool, you know, like besides me within myself, but we all need each other. And, you know, gratefully, when I have those moments, they're there to support me and just, like, remind me, like, look at look at your son, you know, he's amazing, you know, and um, that's, what, um, that's what keeps me um, healing from that trauma. And, you know, that that had a lot to do with my my solar, my solar uh, chakra, you know, which is the stomach. That's the, the chakra of your willpower, you know, and. That's that's what I'm working on, and slowly but surely, I'll be back. <laughs> you are back, and thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. You really are. You're here, and you know we're here with you. You're never alone. We heard we heard all the words you said and all the stories, and and we felt it. And I'm sure everybody listening to this is going to feel this. And you really humbled me because I didn't know yeah. all of that. And I really feel so grateful and to connect with you, to know you. But also, like, another thing I had, like, insight is, like, I feel like, I don't know, for me, when I first met you, I, of course, we met, you know, became friends or whatever, but... I looked at you as a healer, like as an astrological, you know, healer. I think maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people may look at you in that way. They look up to you and you're very used to um, guiding people. But it just goes to show that healers need healing too. Yeah. And they're never done. We're never done healing. Never, never done. And, and as so as you see me, I see you. And so as you see me, I see you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, what you said was so right. Like, the story truly humbles me. And um, I wanted to ask you, um, what, what can society or what do you want society to do better in order to help, you know, people who are in need in different circumstance, different situation, maybe yours or whatnot, um, to feel better and, 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 yeah how how can they how can society support one another i think so i feel like society need to support each other um starting off by the small things i see you you see me you have pain so do i but how can we get along i feel like um if society was to have just a little bit maybe an ounce more of compassion within their hearts maybe heal a little bit of their heart chakra will be better also like if someone has COVID they don't have AIDS don't treat them like and even if someone has AIDS you don't treat them they're still a human you know we're not born with disease 
Yeah. It's created. Yeah. It's somehow created, right? And when when the body is in disease, it's because it's unease, right? So, so how can we still have compassion with people that are dealing with some type of physical um, impact? You know, maybe if someone's walking slow and you're annoyed by it because they're walking slow, but what if their back hurts? Mm-hmm. What if what if their feet hurt? So those like simple things and, you know, on the road when you're driving and someone's like driving super slow, what if you're in the middle of an anxiety or panic attack? You know, and um, I always try to just wish people like I pray that they're in good, spa- good space and, and good health at the moment. And if they're not, I send them love and light. Words are powerful, you know. Words are very powerful. So um, just showing compassion, even with the people that are, are dealing with COVID. Um, another thing is um, stop supporting large companies. And create your own company. I think small businesses is a big thing right now. And and corporations are really scared right now because they see how much creativity people have came to evolve and understand that you don't need a whole master 10 degree and all this stuff to really create a great product or a, a great concept. You know, if you have a dream, I think right now what 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 dreaming is it's really big right now because you go for what you want. And, and that's what I stepped into. Um, I've been in corporate world for 11 years and now I'm just in the transition of what's next, you know? So I really feel that society needs to break out of those chains. And in my belief, in my opinion, it's to summarize what we need to do as society um, number one, let's operate from the heart chakra, right? Have more compassion. And let's look at coronavirus and, and the people who are dealing with it um, in many different ways, such as myself and millions of other people. Um, let's not look at them as just like walking disease and you got to run from it, you know? Like, I'm not saying run to it, but also those that are dealing with the symptoms and, and, the, and the vid, right? Um, be also mindful for others. So we have a lot of people that still go out and about and they have the bid. <laughs> and um, if, if both parties, if both people just operate with compassion, because I, like me, I mean, I was pregnant and I wanted to hug my mom, but I knew I had the bid and I was not going to deal with, you know, any actions with, with anybody that I love or anyone, period. So, you know, on both sides is being so compassionate with each other and, and supporting each other that even though if you have to quarantine for such days, um, still be there for one another, you know? And, and it doesn't matter. And, and if anything, you should really show that person even more love because they, they, they're making it through something that someone lost their lives. So I really feel that society needs to do better with compassion, I mean, especially the medical industry. Um, I remember being at the hospital, at, at a doctor's appointment, and I had another mom that was also pregnant along with me, and she had the, the virus, and we were, we had to wait in the hallway before going in, so we couldn't be around nobody else, and a doctor passed by, and we were speaking about our symptoms, and he looked at us, and he says, you both shouldn't even be standing here, 
And, you know, we were six feet apart, but he looked at us like, like, how dare you guys be in a hallway waiting for your appointments? Like, mind you, you know, we're, we're, we had like, we dealt, like she didn't, I don't think she even had any symptoms, but I had some minor symptoms, but it's not like we were there mingling. I mean, we were just dealing with the same thing and and then for a doctor just to pass by and just say like this very inhumane um comment like we're or spaceships outfit i mean cool okay i guess if that's what you want but yeah i mean that's where that was that and i i really feel like if society just steps back for a second and just how can we be more compassionate to this whole um pandemic worldwide um as well as like i was mentioning with corporations um if small if small business i feel like you you can see uh uh it's kind of like uh like the whole new wave right now is small businesses why because we're supporting each other as a community as a whole and you're seeing now like the big corporations trying to jump on that wagon and it's like no you guys can't do that because for years you guys have been taken away from, from us and stealing our creations and stealing our ideas, you know, because you're on a different platform than us. But when us as a community stick together and we speak for ourselves and, and why, 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 like, for example, our brand, Rainbow Routines, why do we stand up? Why do we love to create these beverages? Because not only you have to eat healthy, what are you going to drink? You have to drink healthy as well. So why not make it exciting, healthy, holistic, plant-based, and everything organic where it's benefiting people's health? So it's not like, let me just have a juice. No, let me just have a tea that may taste like juice, but also help my scratchy throat or help my cramps. <laughs> and and that's what that's what we're all about and that's what I we really stick with cold heartedly so you know even though um even if we approach a day that we come to corporations I I believe that humble of letting this corporation know like this is what we're about we can stick with the small businesses but this is what we're about and we're not changing that for anything and what's the name of the brand again rainbow root teas Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So Molly knows I about it. They're so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For my hams and for my you have to bring some tomorrow for me to try. I'll bring you one. I have yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Molly has a whole bunch of them. <laughs> absolutely. Perfect. Well, yeah. um, it was such a beautiful um time today. And thank you again for sharing your story. Um what you said, everything, every word, we heard you and, you know, you felt it. Um, well, I want to close up with one more quote, which I think like it's really important for society to hear. Um, it said that we're all, every single one of us is trying so hard to be understood that we forget to be understanding. Yes. Yeah. So we definitely need more kindness and thank you so say much. Say that again, say that again for the people <laughs> in the back. Say that again for the people in the back. Oh, we're trying so hard to be understood, but we forget to be understanding. Can we all say it together now? Absolutely, go for it. We we're try. trying 
so hard so to hard. be understood okay. that we okay. forget to be understood. Yes! yes. We I love it. I love it. Yes. Let's understand each other. Let's be understood. Let's understand and let's have compassion mm -hmm. and support each other. Thank yeah. you. I had so much fun. Enjoy this time so much with you guys. Beautiful, so beautiful ladies and strong, strong core and values and backbone. I love it. Yes. Strong spine, soft heart. <laughs> soft heart. Strong spine, <laughs> okay, have a wonderful evening. Thank you guys for having so me nice on your beautiful you. platform and may you guys continue evolving and shooting for the stars and may your words always spread light to those that are really in seek and need and those that need some humble and humble their asses down that may each and every episode just touch a drop of their soul. Yes. Because their soul deserves it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going to go global. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Are you glitching? Nicole, you froze. <laughs> Again? <laughs> it's like they don't want me to say something. <laughs> then we keep, we keep trying. We're going to keep trying. So I was visiting a customer and I was telling them my story. This was like months after, like, it wasn't even like right after, like, it was like maybe three, like about three months after, you know, testing, being clear, you know? Yeah. And I was telling her the story and I clearly said like about three months ago, I had the COVID. And just as soon as I said that, she like tech took a whole foot step back and I had my mask on. I was like, I'm not going to kill you, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. It's so and much I, fear. Yeah. So much. My grandmother is okay. here to see me. My grandmother is afraid to see me. It's crazy. And I'm like, well, I mean, I, if people were scared of me before, they're going to really be scared of me now. Like, <laughs> don't, she's a walking disease. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, people are so 2d like bro mm -hmm. let's elevate at least 3d can we do a little bit a little bit right. no we're gonna stay on 2d no but it's not even the consciousness it has nothing to do with that it's just more of compassion <laughs>